This is Courtney. And this is Kelsey. And we're Pen Pals. Hi guys, welcome back to our very special episode. We have our very first guest. We have Denise from No One Knows Anything podcast. Um, Denise is here. Say hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, so yeah, so we're super excited because Denise is not only our very first guest, but she is a true pen pal because she also went to Penn State, which is very important. We basically can't have people on our podcast that didn't go to Penn State because that just wouldn't go on with the name, you know? So no, maybe we'll welcome other people, but our first had to be Denise. So yeah, so it's funny because me and Denise have actually known each other our whole lives because our moms have been best friends their whole lives. So I think I need to dig it up. I have like a box of photos in my closet. We have some like really cute younger pictures of us that I, I had in my like old room in my childhood home. I think like you were in pigtails and like it was really cute when we were both four and five. So yeah, we've been friends for a long time, and Denise has went to Penn State as well. So yeah, let's get to know uh, Denise, and also for this podcast, we wanted to talk a little bit about like adulting, transitioning, post-grad, all that kind of fun stuff. So we were inspired by Denise's podcast name, No One Knows Anything, because we don't really know anything about adulting either. <laughs> Yeah. First so, off, let, yeah, let's start with your time at Penn State. So can you talk about like what you studied there? Because I was there at the same time as you. I mean, I graduated earlier, but it's so funny that it's such a large campus and I've never met you and you don't run into a lot of the people that you meet. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I went into Penn State. First of all, I love Penn State. I would go back tomorrow. Like State College is one of, it's my favorite place in the world. I had such an amazing experience there. I feel like it's definitely a cult um, and it's fine. <laughs> I'm fully aware of it, um, but like people don't really get it until they go there. It's just one of those places that like, you have to experience. And I'm very thankful that I had such a great experience there. I know it's not the case for a lot of people, but I met my best friends there. I could not have asked for like a better four years. I went in undecided, which I think is like a common thread. I really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Um, so first semester, I just like took some random classes, feeling it out. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to be a teacher. So I started taking some education classes and I was in two classes that kind of teach you like how to be a teacher, classroom management, all those things. And I failed both of them. So I was like, maybe teaching's not for me. So I also happened to be in like the intro to communication sciences and disorders for like my humanities elective, which is speech pathology and audiology. It's combined for undergrad and I loved it. And I switched majors and then I was, I graduated undergrad with communication sciences and disorders degree. And I went on to grad school and now I'm a speech pathologist. So how did you find yourself in the world of podcasting? So this, I actually owe all to my best friends from Penn State. Um, they started a podcast. It's Wednesday, my dudes. They actually just hit their one year mark. So I'm giving them just free advertising out the wazoo these days. So you should go listen. It's hilarious. But they kind of started a podcast. They just wanted like a happy hour kind of situation, creative outlet. So 
I was like, hey, I'm going to start it too. And I was at this really like, kind of like turning point in my life. I feel like I'm 27. I'm going to be 28 in May. I'm, I'm a full-blown adult, whether I like it or not. And I had moved out of my parents' house and I was seeing on Instagram, especially like houses and babies and engagements and weddings and dogs and moves and um, like promotions and new jobs and all these exciting things that everyone that I went to high school with or that I knew was experiencing and I wasn't. Um, and it's not that I wasn't experiencing cool things. It just like, I wasn't getting engaged or married or having a baby or buying a house or getting the dog or like showcasing it. And I follow on Instagram, a girl, um, her name is Tinks. I don't know if you guys have heard from her. She yeah. kind of like blew up over the past year and I love her. And one of her mantras is comparison is the thief of joy. And it really stuck with me. And I kind of was like, if you're not happy with, if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you're never going to be happy with what you have. And so my podcast is called No One Knows Anything. And it's kind of just based on the fact that it may look from the outside that everyone has like all of these great things that you don't have. But when you kind of like peel back the layer, it's not all like rainbows and butterflies, like everyone wants you to believe. So it's not that I'm like exposing everyone, but I just kind of have like people on to talk about like cool things that they're doing, but also the back end and the hard work it took to get there, or maybe things that they're not happy with that they don't share. Cause I think it's really easy for people to share their highlight reels and maybe not like all the difficulty that comes with it also. Yeah, I think that's super important. And I listen to all of your episodes and I just love like how, yeah, your whole message comparison is the thief of joy. And I think it's so important also to have someone like your age, like talking about these things and who's like actually in it and not just someone like preaching it or like, you're not preachy at all, which I obviously, I try really hard not to be. (laughs) You're not, you're not, you're not preachy at all. And yeah. And sometimes like, I've even like turned on your podcast when it's like at work. And I remember listening to the podcast with your friend, how she started her own, um, like social media business in Hoboken and stuff. And I was like, I love it. And like, yeah, it's just really inspired me as well. Like during my like daily life working, it's just such an escape and like an awesome thing to listen to. So yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if we've already mentioned yet, but we were on Denise's podcast, which came out yesterday. So definitely take a listen to that. Um, and yeah, we talk about our lives in the entertainment industry and stuff like that, comparing yourself ourselves. So lots more of that on Denise's podcast as well. Um, so yeah, we wanted to talk to you about life after graduation, if life after graduation was different than you expected and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. I graduated and then three weeks after I graduated undergrad, I was in grad school. So I kind of had a little bit of like a buffer and I wasn't like really working for two years. Um, cause I was, I went right, I was still in school, um, yeah. which I'm thankful for because I don't know that I could have been like a full fledged working adult right after college. I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about is the weird transition from like being 21 And like, yes, you're on your own in college, but like, you're not really on your own. So then like getting a job and having to be this responsible adult, like 
you're so irresponsible in college. Like <laughs> you just are. And then you're expected to then just like flick us like flick a switch and you get your diploma and you're supposed to be this full-fledged adult and I don't think it's something that people talk about enough and it's a really difficult transition and people don't teach you like what it's like to be totally on your own for like your finances and like going food shopping and buying things that like will actually create a meal like that's something that I struggle with like not just snacks and chips and like a bag of carrots you can't do anything with that and like how to maintain relationships but also dedicate yourself to this new work environment that you have to and the balance and I think I struggled with it a little bit um again I'm thankful for those two extra extra years of school I know that's not the norm for everyone but I think it's a really hard transition that no one talks about well you've been in school for your whole life like like and going to college 20 some years and then you're just expected to okay, here you go, do whatever you want. Like your life has been so, I feel like scheduled. It's been, I don't want to say restricted, but you've had a routine. It's something dependable. And you've been told what to do all these years, show up, do your homework, do this. And then you're let free. And at least from my perspective too, I don't feel like to an extent I was fully prepared, which I think is what school is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to teach you what you're supposed to know. But I wish that we had more financial literacy. Food was really interesting what you said, because I, I can't cook at all. My <laughs> husband and I just started HelloFresh and they'll give you everything exactly what you need. And yeah, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also feeling like, like along that note with school, for me, something like I've realized I've been struggling with is like in school, you could get good grades, you get an A, yay, that's an achievement. And then it's like, what is your achievement like out of school? Is it like, are you always seeking kind of, you know, praise from your colleagues? Like what are, how are you getting that kind of like positive feedback back? And I'm realizing that it's kind of like something that just comes from yourself now. You can't really expect like your colleagues to be like, great job. Here's a sticker. You know, that's not (laughs) how life is working as an adult and stuff. So that, that was something I was thinking about as well that I've been struggling with a little bit is like, you don't get a A plus and the validation has to come from you now, whereas we're so used to external validation. Now it's all internal validation. And I think some people are really great with that and they maybe thrived on that their whole life, but then there's for others, I'm one of those people I loved like being in school and getting A's and the stickers and the gold stars and the certificates. Like I loved it. So then like you have to switch gears and you have to give that validation to yourself. And sometimes it's really difficult. Yeah. It's almost like starting over to an extent as well. And I think for me, I was like an A student, that type of person. And I've made so many mistakes since being an adult, which I don't even still feel like. It's funny because I always said growing up, like, I think, and even in college, I'm like, I think I'll feel like an adult maybe when I have children. No, I know that's, that's still not true. You go home from the hospital, they give you a packet. You don't even have to take a class. They're like, here's everything you need to know. And you're like, wait, I have to go home by myself. I remember my mom stayed with me the first week. And when she left, I was like, wait, so what do I do with the baby? Like, if I have to go to the bathroom, if I have to boot, like, where do, what do I, what do I do? She's like, we'll just like put her in the back. Like just things you don't think about. And even when I was in college too, it's funny 
you realize living on your own what you didn't know how to do before. I my first apartment, my first semester at Penn State, I started my stove on fire because I didn't know that you couldn't pour water on a gas stove if there was a flame. And that that was a learning experience for me. And just ever since I ruined many loads of laundry by throwing in a red shirt or whatever, it's just little things that, why didn't we ever learn this stuff? Cause I am gonna be doing laundry all the time. I am gonna be paying bills. I am gonna be cooking and eating hopefully every day, uh, but <laughs> we didn't learn how to do a single thing of that. I think in school. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. I was grocery shopping the other day and I was uh, trying to get stuff for a salad and long story short I ended up picking up a cabbage and I thought it was like a head of iceberg lettuce that is such a stupid mistake but I literally like cut it up and I was like why is this lettuce like so hard like I, I like got like to that point and yeah, I also do a meal subscription kit. Like Kelsey, I do this one called Sunbasket. If HelloFresher Sunbasket wants to sponsor us, that'd be really great. Because um, sure. yeah, grocery shopping and all that is stressful. I yeah. literally thought a yam was an animal until like a year or two of that. It's like a potato, isn't it? it I thought it was like potato. a yak. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but That's funny. Yeah. I don't was know. Was there a moment like you felt like if you've had like, okay, I am an adult now. <laughs> like, have you had that moment? I feel like the easy answer is like, no, <laughs> because I don't feel like an adult. And, but if I had to like pick a moment, I'd say probably when I moved out, like I said, I went some extra school. I started like quote unquote later um, than maybe my friends did in like the working world. So I moved out. And I think that's definitely when like, I had a lot of growing up to do I was more independent so I think that's like the most adult thing that I've done um but I have like serious imposter syndrome like especially at work um where you know I'm an adult but like as a 27 almost 28 year old in a lot of settings especially like I work in elementary school there's a lot of older teachers and parents that of my students are older than me and sometimes I have to take a step back and say, no, I'm the professional and I have the expertise and I know what I'm doing. And I think it's in the situations where I can do that and I can share and I can be professional with people who are older than me, just because they're older doesn't mean that they're, you know, above me or better than me. I'm one of two speech therapists in my district. Like there's only one other person who knows what I know and can talk like I can talk and share the information that I can. So I think from a work standpoint, like a professional standpoint, that's probably when I feel like most as an adult. Personally, like I, I still feel like I'm like 18. Um, maybe like when I do something, like when I like fill the air and tire in the tires of my car, I'm like, oh, I can do this. Like I can be on my own. Um, granted, my dad has showed me like 500 times and I'm now just doing it by myself. But I mean, baby steps, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> It's interesting though that you brought up being around people older than yourself because that's another thing for me. I remember being in school, you're constantly surrounded by people your age. That's we are in clubs with classes with everything. And then once you graduate, it's like you're in a group that the age range is like 50, 70 year age range. And you're just all supposed to get along now. And you're all supposed to be almost on the same page, you right? Because you're all 
adults. I just remember when I was going into middle school, it was my first day and I saw a guy with a beard and I was like, where am I? Like, just <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. It's really like that. I think it's really easy to, when you're new. And again, some people start working when you're 21 years old. That's insane to me. Like you're still a baby and yeah. I'm 28 and I still feel like I'm a baby. I think it's really easy to fall into the trap of like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing. And like, because that's what you're being told because that's what the agenda that people are pushing on you. So I think anytime that you can just like advocate for yourself and stand up for yourself and say like, no, I do know what I'm talking about. Like it makes me feel like an adult, I guess. And I think that comes with a couple of years too. Cause I right. feel like I'm, I've been better and you get more confident once you work your way up, I think in work, but yeah, mm. personally, I, I still don't feel it yet. And I'm a parent and it's, <laughs> I, I don't know if it will ever click. I really don't. Yeah. Right. You find the adultier adult to ask your adult questions. Exactly. exactly. It's like a long chain of adults. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, us, my mom, a more adultier adult. Um, but yeah, I totally relate to what you're saying about like working with like people that are older. I like, I felt that's what I felt like most intimidated by like when I first started my job and stuff was that I was working with like 50, 60 year old men. And sometimes like they would ask me for things and like, I had to say no, like they'd be like, oh, do you have like SD cards or camera cards for this? And then I was explicitly told, don't give it to them. I don't know. I'm getting in the weeds of it, but basically <laughs> like I had to stand up for myself and say no. And like, be like, I know what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. And I find that sometimes, not most of the time people don't, but sometimes people will like take advantage of you being like a younger looking girl and stuff as well. So you definitely sure. have to stand up for yourself out there. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I think too, um, it's interesting to be on the same level as people that are much older than you, because I think and I mean, we'll probably see it when we're older too, but if you look at a younger person, you're, you're probably like, oh, they're at a lower point in their, you know, and make assumptions about you there. So it is interesting to be on the same playing field there, but still don't feel adulty at all. But I think if you described me, I would be an adult because like, I love HGTV. I love sitting on my couch. I love scented candles, like love Target. <laughs> You have all the characteristics of an adult. <laughs> exactly. So I know I am, but it doesn't, I don't know. I just don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever a point where you actually feel, feel it, but if I do, mm -hmm. I will let you all know. Yeah, <laughs> keep me posted. Yeah, I'll keep you all posted. So quick update. Since recording this episode, I've been looking for apartments to move into with my boyfriend. And I will say that has been having me feel pretty adulty. So I will say that is my adulty feeling moment. Um, yeah. So I also want to ask you, Denise, is there any like advice that you would give to your former self or someone like in a similar position as you just graduating from college to where you're at now, like kind of what you would have told yourself getting out of grad school, getting into your career that you wish you would have known? Yeah, I think something that I wish I would have known for sure was like, it's better to ask questions than to make a mistake. And this is something that I really learned in grad school. Um, we have to do like externships where you like become the speech therapist and then you work under a supervisor. So 
there's so much in my field that I had no idea. And you can't, you know, you can't learn it until you experience it. There's only so much they can teach you in a classroom. It's very hands-on, like until you have a kid in front of you that needs, you know, your services, you're not learning. So you're you're not going to be annoying. Um, If anything, it's a good quality to ask questions. It shows that you're willing to grow, that you're willing to admit that you don't know everything, that you, um, you know, can take advice and criticism and you're willing to you know, take knowledge from someone who's more experienced and admit that you don't know everything. I think millennials, Gen Z, whatever you want to call it, we get a really bad rap for thinking that we're know-it-alls. No one likes a know-it-all. That's just facts. And if you're, you're not expected to know everything, you're expected to ask questions and you can't just assume that you know what to do because that's when mistakes happen and that's when people are going to get annoyed with you. So I think if anything, a big takeaway for like anyone in a new job or a new setting, or, you know, you're just graduating, you're in this transitional period of your life, ask the questions, stop worrying about if you're going to be annoying, because if you don't ask the questions, you're going to be way more annoying down the road when someone has to fix your mistakes and it makes more work for them. Definitely, definitely agree. We talked about a that related to like our industry as well, because we talked a little bit about that in our episode where we said what we wish we would have known getting into the entertainment industry and is definitely ask questions, ask questions all around. That's important for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. You're not. Yeah. Surprised. So we also wanted to go into, we wrap every episode up with what we're watching right now. So to give people recommendations of what to watch. So we'll toss it to you first, Denise. What have you been watching? okay so I do a lot of reality tv I know you guys are big into like the dating shows I'm huge like bravo housewives situation so um real housewives of new jersey just started so I'm watching that for sure those are my girls love them um and then I'm also watching uh real housewives of salt lake city I've got a lot of suggestions about that for my friends so those are my two like quote-unquote garbage tv shows I'm watching um I'm also watching Succession on HBO, which is very like dense, but it's a show that I really need to like focus on. And it's like 50 straight minutes of like focusing. So it's taking me a little bit slower to get through, but it's really, really good. I recommend that if you need something a little bit more serious. And then I'm also um, a suggestion from my friend at work. I'm watching Yellow Jackets on Showtime, which is about like a girl soccer team. They're in a plane crash and it kind of follows them like past and present so it's interesting so those would be my top three I think if I had to pick three right now oh awesome yeah I don't think I'm watching any of those shows those are really good recommendations my mom's watching <laughs> New Jersey Housewives in Salt Lake City as well girl. yeah yeah those are definitely I, I need to start watching that I know the Jersey Housewives just came That's out so. yeah they're crazy I love it yeah what are you watching Kelsey um I just finished the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. <laughs> Is that all with Kristen Bell? Yes, it's with Kristen Bell. Um, it there's like some comic relief in it. There's some very humorous plot points, but it is a thriller and it's very twisted at the end. But if you've ever read the the woman in the window is one of my favorite books of all time and there's a movie um on Netflix as well it's loosely based off of that and it kind of pokes fun at it in certain places but it is still a thriller so if you're looking for something that 
you know, you, you get waves of, okay, now I'm scared. Now I'm like laughing. Now I'm, it's, it's pretty cool to check out. I was hooked and I had to figure out what happened. Nice. I also had to write down the name. So I remembered how to say it's a long one. Yeah. I know. It is a long one. I'm like the girl, the woman, the window, the house, <laughs> everybody's there. So what about yeah. you, Courtney? Yeah. So I've been watching too hot to handle. I really like this new season. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I like how the prize fund is up to 200,000 and yeah, they're always wild. Always crazy horn dogs, I guess, <laughs> as they call themselves. So yeah, that's definitely a fun watch. And then I mentioned on Denise's episode that I'm just super pumped for Love is Blind. That's like one of my favorite reality dating shows. So that's out now. And I'm really excited to dig into that again. Um, season one was great. I also watched the Brazilian season and now I'm excited to watch season two of the U.S. season. So it's great. I love it. So I think that's all we have for this episode. If you're still listening, thank you so much for listening slash watching. If you're just listening, you could watch us at Pen Pals Podcast on YouTube. If you are just watching, you could also listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And also be sure to follow us at Pen Pals Podcast on Instagram. And also, very important, be sure to watch Denise's episode, which just came out yesterday. So, Denise, can you tell us where we could follow you and watch you? Yeah. So, if you want to follow along on Instagram, it's at no one knows underscore pod. Um, I post updates about upcoming guests, different quotes, things like that um, to promote over there. And then no one knows anything, the podcast you can find on Spotify or Apple. I post every Thursday. Awesome. Yay. Well, everyone listening will definitely have to check it out. Um, Sounds good. All right. Thanks guys for watching. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.